Hello, welcome to Improving Daily. This is the third episode of our book review. In this one, we're going to be covering Rich Dad, Poor Dad, written by Robert Kiyosaki. This is probably one of the best ones. Anyway, so about the author, Robert Kiyosaki is a Japanese-American veteran who was a Marine, a Marine pilot to be specific. He flew combat helicopters in the Vietnam War. Uh, he's a businessman who has produced financial education content and products, and he still does to this day. He's in his 70s, and he's still kicking it and providing us with unbelievable uh, content. Uh, him, he is famous for the cash flow board game and the book we're going to be discussing, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. His net worth, according to Google, is $100 million U.S. dollars, and that is Google... I'm sure it's actually more than that because, yeah, Google, I don't know, not really. I mean, it's trustworthy, but, like, is it really? Anyway, so covering the book, we're introduced to Kiyosaki, who is born in Hawaii, the U.S., to a father who has a Ph.D. and is a school teacher. And this is uh, the poor dad that is... uh, yeah, his dad is the poor dad, as you see on the title. And Kiyosaki describes his poor dad as a man dedicated to selling his time for money. And the rich dad that you see in the title is actually the father of Mike. Mike is a friend of Robert's who uh, was friends with him ever since uh, middle school to high school. And Mike's rich dad, or rich dad, was a businessman within Hawaii who used his businesses to create investments to build an empire of wealth. Um, so, I mean, it is a pretty pretty uh, important book that everybody should read. And um, I selected four main chapters that I want to just do talking points on for the terms for in for reducing this podcast length because it is it is a pretty long book and um i managed to break them down into important talking points anyway uh the first one kiyosaki says the rich don't work for money (laughs) let that say kid right the rich don't work for money the poor, he says, the poor and middle class work for money and the rich have their money work for them. And money is seen as capital to the eyes of the rich. The term capital meaning like you use money as a tool. Capital, capital is, capital is capital. Capital is something you use to invest back into A, yourself, or B, something else that can produce you money. Uh, the rich, he then goes on to describe that the rich build business systems that, uh, have money attracted to them. He describes people into four different quadrants, uh, E, S, B, and I. So the E is an employee who constantly works for money and sells their time for money, whether it be a 40 hour work week, 60 hour, 70 hour, fuck, 80 hours, like, you never know people's working schedules, right? So that's the E. He then goes on to talk about S. S is self-employed, meaning you are a self-employed individual with a specific skill and your entire income is based on your ability to 
sell your services or your product to the market. And then he goes on to talking about B. B is the quadrant of business or big business. And this is a system or a system of systems that one can create in order to attract money. And a business will employ people and has the unlimited growth potential for acquiring money. And the last quadrant is I, I being investor. So B and I, the rich don't work for money. Their businesses work for money. Their investments work for money. Um, yeah, the second one or the second chapter or not chapter, but like the second talking point from the book was financial literacy. And Kiyosaki stresses so much knowing the difference between an asset and a liability and why it is incredibly crucial. It's about buying assets that produce a cash flow into your pocket rather than having your time being traded for money. Again, tying into the first rule, the rich don't work for money. They have their businesses or investments work for money. And he stresses to buy assets. And he says, it's not about how much money you make, but rather how much money you keep. Um, I'm going to pull a clip from his Instagram and have it play in the background. So I'm going to pause myself and I'm gonna play that clip and We'll reflect on it just now. Okay, so here it is. Uh, yeah. To think, don't make mistakes. You know, I mean, they're slower. Kids are faster. You know, when I was 10, my rich dad started teaching me about entrepreneurship and investing with the game of Monopoly. And my poor dad, the academic, is going, what you doing? I said, I played Monopoly. And he says, well, that's a waste of time. You know, go back and study. Ask your friend's father, rich dad, why are you studying Monopoly? And so I asked rich dad, he says, because one of the greatest formulas of wealth is found in this game board. He says, what is it? I'm 10 years old. Going like this. Four greenhouses, 1031 tax deferred exchange into a red hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and now the property owns, it's called the Hyatt Regency on Waikiki. So he followed the four greenhouses, one red hotel. And again, the greatest educator of our times could have been Maria Montessori, who said, what the hand does, the mind remembers. Yeah, so that little clip, he talks about how life is like pretty much like Monopoly. You have your assets work for you, and that couldn't be farther from the truth. That is how the rich stay rich or get rich. They have assets that produce money for them on a cash flow basis or appreciate in uh, value, right? And I don't know if you guys caught that, what he said, the 1031 exchange, uh, four greenhouses, 1031 exchange into a red hotel. The 1031 exchange is actually a IRS tax code. IRS stands for Internal Revenue Service. Service or system? No, service, yeah. IRS is the American equivalent of the Canadian CRA, CRA, Canadian Revenue Agency. So they're basically the, the tax governing system for the country. And the 1031 exchange is actually a law which allows one to swap one real estate investment property for another that allows capital gains taxes to be deferred. Uh, so what does that mean? Basically means if you sell those four greenhouses in exchange, 1031 exchange, in exchange for a hotel 
you don't have to pay capital gains taxes. That that is that's fucking crazy. <laughs> a capital gain tax is basically whatever sale you make after making a gain on your money is a, a a tax amount that has to go to the government. But in the U.S., they have that 1031 exchange, which allows you to defer those, so you don't have to pay taxes. Isn't that crazy? Um, the third talking point from Rich Dad Poor Dad is work to learn and don't work for a paycheck because job security is not guaranteed, what he goes on to say. If you work, make sure you're working and learning something. He says a job is an acronym for just over broke. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty important to have a job, but like when, when you hear from these from these guys who are successful financially, you like the shit starts to make sense. Like you can't really be promised that you're going to have your job forever. You don't know what your employer might do to you. You're easily replaceable. So he then goes on to talking about knowing a little about a lot. And, uh, yeah, in the first like three chapters, he, 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 he talks about like being an 11 year old kid and trying and his first business he started was like a lemonade stand or no, sorry, it wasn't a lemonade stand. It was a a comic comic book reading uh, thing he developed. Oh, actually, no, 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 sorry. So the rich dad in Hawaii owned a business, which is like a convenience store. And he said, I'll let you work for me, but you weren't, I'm not going to pay you. And when the poor dad, like Kiyosaki's actual dad found out, like he almost like got into it with the rich dad, but... Kiyosaki actually ended up scraping up um he was 11 or 12 when he did this the sh the guy who owned the business store was going to throw away these comic books and he actually ended up just giving them to Kiyosaki and then Ki Kiyosaki came up with his friend Mike and they created a, a business which allowed other kids to come in and read comic books for a dollar for 30 minutes. And yeah, like Kiyosaki was working and sweeping and mopping the floors in the store and Rich Dad didn't pay him, but he then learned how to develop a system. Remember I talked about ESBI? He built a B. And it just goes to show that even as a young kid, when you work to learn and not work for a paycheck, that base knowledge of you knowing that, yeah, I have to build a business to acquire money is, 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 uh, put into you at, is put into you at a very young age. And I think that's why he's so successful because he shared his life story through this book. And at a very young age, like you learn, okay, don't fucking work for a paycheck, work to learn. Um, the last thing that, uh, I want to go over from the book is that he talks about the rich inventing money the he says technical information isn't what holds us back but rather the self-confidence self-confidence of starting that business self-confidence of putting your hard-earned dollars into an investment whether it be a stock whether it be a real estate property right and he says wealth is an in information and then he goes on to describing information is all around us and it moves at a speed of light and it's just up to us if we have the confidence to approach 
that information and use it. But to keep it short, I'm going to cut it here. And that was a basic, basic, basic summary of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, beautiful book. And you guys should check it out on your own time. Anyway, that concludes the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed these three episodes of book reviews. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.